Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the podcast. This is episode 110. It is March 14th, and fuck, the weather. It's beautiful. I don't know why I got to talk about the weather. Because you're getting old, Dave, and that's what old people do. They talk about the weather. But it's just, it's nice, man. It's, you know what I mean? And I know places are getting snow and shit still, but, and we're always, we, you will get, I don't know if we'll get snow again. I hope we don't. But it has been the most chill, mild winter ever. I'm sitting here itching myself because I've got fucking mange. Talk about it in the podcast. Anyway, you guys, thanks so much for listening. Uh, shout outs go out to Victor at the Combat Cardio Club here in Grand Forks. Trains out of Forks Fighters. It's on Dyke Avenue. I don't know. Look it up. Hit me up and I'll let you know. Uh, Victor has done some amazing things with the gym and I cannot shout him out enough. And it is, it's a good thing, man. If I'm shouting it out, it's a good thing. Trust me. Uh, progressive martial arts here in Grand Forks. Can't stop talking about them because go in, get your jujitsu on, and they got some cardio stuff, they got striking stuff, and they got it all, man. Get your ass in the gym. It doesn't matter which one it is, what you're doing in the gym. Just get in there, get working. Who's matters what you're doing, but get in there and get working out. It it it's it's crazy, 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 crazy. I'm just sitting here itching myself because I did the podcast and I was like I couldn't itch while I was doing it, so now I'm all itchy again. <laughs> rashed out you guys talk about your rash dave anyway thank you guys so much for listening uh dave's podcast one at gmail.com dave helmbrick on facebook funny welder on instagram average dad memes and dave helmbrick on youtube thank you guys uh enjoy the podcast later hey what's up hey, everybody what is going on everybody what's going on everybody what up everybody welcome welcome to the dave cast welcome back to dave cast the dave cast the dave cast thank you guys for listening thank you guys for listening thank you guys for listening man i cannot get a point across to save my life today you guys I'm getting emotional stop getting emotional dave listen to me guys i'm out of control so welcome to the dave cast i'm gonna be your host dave helmbrett this was the first podcast i hope you guys liked it i love you guys and thank you so much love you guys listening. later Hey, what's going on, everybody? Thanks for checking in on me. What's up, you guys? Uh, mentioned last time that we have these, we're fostering two of these mangy little puppies, and they're cutest fucking puppies ever, and they're hard. It's really hard to not want to fucking cuddle with them and play with them. And we put clothes on them, they look even cuter. But with this mange thing going on, we, tr- we can't really handle them a lot. We don't want it, you know, we don't want to get anything. Because uh, some people, it's very rare for a person to get mange and it's like a form of scabies, I guess they call it. But I don't want to pet them and then touch Bailey or River and, uh, you know, infect them or give them mange. And especially River's had mange before, so she's, I think she's kind of susceptible to, to getting it again. Well, she's been itching a lot. Uh, we've been taking all these precautions. We, we clean the dogs. We clean all the bedding. Uh, we wash endlessly washing the clothes we wear like more than you normally would like I don't even I don't do that much sometimes so it's not like I need to wash the clothes I was wearing that day usually because I wasn't sweating in them and it's just you get it you get it but with these new dogs we got to make sure we're washing everything and and keeping clean and whatever well since the day we got them I have a rash that broke out on my body, right? And it's this little red bumps all over and it itches like crazy. I just put on a whole bunch of hydrocortisone cream a minute ago and it I'm going fucking crazy. I hate it just I am so itchy all over the place. Uh when you take a shower, the heat from the shower like makes it worse. 
yet I want to shower to try to make sure I'm cleaning off like any sort of fucking germs or anything I got and I don't know we it's hard to so with the research we did and looking up like mange and being like a zoonautical disease which means like a it's an, an animal disease can be crossed over into humans and that's where I found out it was called scabies or whatever but it started on the day we got the puppies for me I started getting itchy day one and from the research we did, it takes like a week before it starts to show up and stuff. If you do get like a form of scabies or mange. And so I'm kind of chalked it up to like, well, maybe we went swimming with my sisters and stuff and the whole fam. It can't add in. Maybe like there's a lot of chlorine in the water and my body's reacting to the chlorine or something. And that's it. Well, Robin got itchy. Autumn got itchy. And then Tristan got itchy like a few days ago. So maybe it's not the puppies and maybe it's something else. We're thinking Robin got a different laundry detergent. Maybe it's the different laundry detergent. Sometimes people can have weird reactions to that. So I'm wearing some older clothes like that. I haven't worn in a long time that haven't been washed in this new, uh, this different laundry detergent. And we're not using it anymore either. We went back, she went back to the stuff we had before, but if you're watching the video, you can see I got my my sleeveless, <laughs> my cut off, my cut off shirt. I love cut off shirts. Like these shirts, I have so many shirts that it's like, well, I might as well cut the sleeves off some of them. You know, when I go fishing, it's nice to get some sun, or you know, on the old arms and stuff, so I don't get the old farmer tan. But oh man, being all itchy and stuff, it, it's driving me crazy. Uh, I take Benadryl, but then it makes me sleepy to try to like combat the itch. But I had an MRI done a couple days ago on my neck. Well, it wasn't on my neck. It was on my the middle of my, my back or whatever, my thoracic region of my back. Uh, because when I get this implant, uh, that's where the electrode, the, the, the wires are going to go in. And the doctor wanted to see if like what I had for space in there and where it is, where the best places are to, to run these wires. And I thought about before I went in, I was like, this is going to be fucking terrible. Cause I got to lay still inside this tube for like 30 minutes and not itch. And it was fucking, it was like Chinese torture. Why Chinese? I don't know because they're fucking roofless. We can get into China here in a little bit too. Uh, anyway, it was so bad. Like just, Oh, it was so itchy. And I had to sit still. It was for 30 minutes and it was just terrible, but I made it through it. Got it over with. But that also reminds me of another time. So I've had a bunch of MRIs in my day with all my neck issues and stuff. And if you are claustrophobic, it's like you're going to, you know, it's like an MRI. You're like stuffed in this little tube. And I'm not claustrophobic by any means because, like, I don't know. Like, I could be, like, in a small room and I'm okay. I could fucking hang out in a closet and not feel like I'm going to fucking freak out with this too man like once you're in there like my mind starts to race about the dumbest shit well one time i go in for an mri and i may have smoked a little bit too much weed before i went so i'm like high as fuck and i get put in i get in the fucking mri machine and everything i'm just like oh my god i wanted to freak out i'm like this is so tight and so small 
And I have like, just what if the fucking machine breaks down and starts on fire while I'm in it or something? What if I, <laughs> I hear the like technician out there getting murdered by somebody and I'm like, I'm like, fuck, what, what I'm in this machine. And then the guy comes over and starts clipping my fucking toes off with a, with a wire cutter or something. <laughs> That's the dumb shit that goes through my head when I'm in there. And my brother was like, just, you can just slide out or whatever. And I'm like, I feel like I'm agile enough and I'm like in, you know, like physically I could get out of there, but it's like, it still wouldn't be that easy because the, the board you're on is like electronically slides back and forth. Like the guy controls it with like a little control or whatever. And fuck, man, I just don't get fucking stoned before you get in an MRI machine. Like I was fucking losing my mind in there and they give you this little squeeze ball and oh man and even did like okay so they give you this squeezy thing or whatever and you squeeze it if you or if you can't handle it or you need to be removed you know you need to get out or something's going on and i'm getting these mris on my neck and the i already had one prior to that that didn't turn out very well because i i must have swallowed or i moved or something during it so it was fuzzy and they're like try your best to not swallow and they come across this little like a speaker in there and they're like okay so we're gonna start the next step we're gonna start the next step or whatever next scan and try not to swallow it'll be about a minute and when somebody tells you that you can't swallow <laughs> it's fucking ridiculous like i was in there just high freaking out already about other shit and then it's like i can't swallow and you're sitting there and then when you do swallow you try to make it like the least amount of movement as possible oh mris or something and i i did okay the other day besides for the itching it really bugged me but like i, I do freak out a little you're like man i'm fuck it's it's this tiny little tube that you're stuffed into and it remind dude it reminds me of growing up when we were coon hunting and i've probably told this story before but if you got a, a culvert one of those tubes that run under the road raccoons get in there sometimes all the time and the dogs would be in there fighting with them and this and that. So we get the dogs out of there and then there's people on both sides and we're like, all right, we're going to shoot the coon now. Everybody get the hell out of the way. So you're on the other side or whatever. You get out of the way and you shoot the coon and then you hope a dog will go in and grab it and drag it out, which sometimes they'll do. And if they don't, they got to send somebody in there to get it and that's this guy right like who's the smallest person that can fit in the fucking tube or whatever or the the culvert to get this goddamn raccoon out and they're like i'm like okay i'm going in don't you know then the people outside got to try to keep the dogs out from going in because i don't want to be in this tube with some fucking stinky ass coon hound freaking out trying to grab this coon that i'm going in there to retrieve and then you're like, is, we're sure the coon's dead? Double check. Like, is this fucking raccoon dead? Because I'm not going to get in this little tube with a fucking raccoon, grab it, and it's like still alive. And then it's like a fucking one-on-one -on -one versus this raccoon inside of a fucking tiny little culvert. Anyway, go in. One time I go in and I'm crawling there and, all of a, and a dog gets past one of the guys at the end. My dad or my brother probably gets past them and it fucking just this dog it comes in comes in from my my feet end and it's like climbing over me like smashing me to get to the fucking raccoon and i'm freaking out 
oh my god it was nuts dude and then the dog finally fucking i just backed away and the dog got off of me he's in there thrashing this raccoon <sighs> i got crazy raccoon coon hunting stories for days and then that's why i want to have my dad on the podcast i feel like he would have so many fucking crazy he does have tons of crazy raccoon raccoon coon hunting stories but <sighs> That's all I got, man. I just thought about that with the MRI stuff the other day, and I was like, I'm being a little more open about my pot smoking days because, fuck it, who cares, right? Like, I don't smoke anymore. It's not my, you know, it's not an issue of mine anymore, and I used to hide it so bad, and then when I, and then when I'd always fucking, I'd have to justify it. Like, my whole life, smoking weed was a bad thing. It's a terrible drug. It's a gateway drug. It's illegal. I was in the military. I was a cop in the military, like... I don't know. I, I would I would fucking feel like such a loser smoking weed or feel like you're like such a bad person. So then when I when people would find out that I smoked weed, it was like, "Oh, it helped me sleep. It helps with my PTSD." And I always justify it. And why couldn't I just be like, "I like to smoke weed because I fucking I get high and I feel good. I get high and I think of funny things. I get high and it's like a whole different uh, look at things like when I go to fucking Walmart high, I like it's just it's different. It's like completely it's like a completely different than when you go sober. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. It's fun. <laughs> some days I miss it. I really do, and I hope someday that I get. I'm I'm gonna smoke again. I don't know when, and then whenever I can figure out like that I have control over it, where I can go days or weeks without smoking. Uh, you know, and I, I just, once I started, man, I couldn't stop. Like, it was like, oh, I want this feeling all the time. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, what else was I going to talk about? See, there, I get, I get like fucking brain dead all of a sudden. Uh, I do want to get into one, the Tucker Carlson thing. If you guys haven't heard, Fox News anchor Tucker Carlson told, uh, he said that he, he, he went in on, China uh, currently has like their their navy is like the one of the is like growing and it's like the biggest most powerful navy now on the planet and they're trying to make their troops more masculine and better war fighters and he, he played a video of Joe Biden talking about we're going to make our military more feminine we're going to have flight suits for, for we're gonna have maternity flight suits for women, make gear more suitable for women and all this stuff. And I don't agree. I don't disagree with any of that. I feel like there's a lot of women serving in the military. There's a lot of women that do amazing things in the military. I worked with a lot of them. And I think, you know, there's definitely a place for women in the military. And I don't, I don't think he was saying that there isn't. Uh, I seen a few Facebook posts where people were like tearing him up for it. And I, the thing is, is like, he is a fucking, he's a news anchor, like a news, I don't know what you want to call him. Like he's like a, not a journalist. He's just, he wants a fucking reaction. And he's, he knows, everybody knows that the, a negative reaction that makes people angry gets, gets more views. It gets more attention. And he did that, and he fucking, he's got generals and the Pentagon and all these fucking people talking about him and bringing it up, so you don't think more people are going to be like, I hate Tucker Carlson, but they're going to go watch his videos now uh, of him saying these things, and it just gets more views, it gets more fucking reactions, 
And that's all they want. Tucker Carlson could give a fuck less. It ain't going to change anything. It ain't like he's going to not have his fucking job. Could he lose his job over the... He, said, he's, he has said a lot of crazy shit. And I actually agree with Tucker Carlson a lot of the time on a lot of the things he says. I, can, I get the rhetoric when he kind of starts getting a little extreme with things. And you can tell that he's just poking, poking the bear a little bit. But honestly, man, like being in the military, I, like I said, I, there's definitely a place for women. Uh, people kind of misunderstanding this maternity stuff. Definitely women who are pregnant aren't going to be in combat. Like, I don't know. People are thinking like women that are pregnant are going to be running around fucking kicking doors down and actually being in the fight. Uh, that's not even going to happen. When I was in the military, if you got pregnant... Uh, once you were so far along, you couldn't even carry a weapon anymore. Uh, a lot of women had the choice to get out of the military. They could separate once they got pregnant and this and that. And I think what Tucker Carlson was trying to get at, it was a comparison to China, is building up a more, a bigger, more masculine warfighting army and navy or whatever. And here we are worried about maternity clothes and stuff. And women are, they have maternity uniforms. It's not like they don't. It's not like they don't have things for women or have like uh, pregnancy plans. When a woman has a baby, she gets a, like a, a certain amount of leave so she can recover, and they're gonna try to give them more leave so they have a little bit longer time to recover. So when they do come back, they're more ready, and that's great. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I think that what he was really trying to get at is just he's just comparing us to China, and China's fucking building up. Uh, their military to be more masculine and more war fighting and our and here we are talking about making ours more feminine or making it better for the females in our military and i think we should make it better for everybody in the military i think they should you know for men and women should have better gear and better this and that you know like it just i get what tucker was comparing but people took it he was just he he used some words that what did he say he said like they were um wasn't a disgrace. It was just, he was like a mockery of whatever or something. I don't know. And he just, he got his reaction that he wanted and he don't give a shit. So, you know, I mean, I worry about China all the time. I, this is going to freak you guys out a little bit, but I'm sitting here like, and I talked about it before about how vulnerable we are as a country now because this virus came in and it had like a 1% fatality rate or whatever death rate. And it shut our economy down. It turned people against each other. It fucked our country all up. So what's to say that fucking another country isn't like, man, all we got to do is fucking hit these guys with a chemical weapon, uh, a, uh, a biological weapon that, you know, another virus that has a 25% fatality rate, and they're going to fucking crumble and we can fucking pull up with our biggest, the world's biggest Navy on their shores and just fucking invade and take America over just to take it, just to show that we're not the fucking toughest, strongest country in the world anymore. And I think about that all the time. And obviously we would see the Navy coming and this and that, but would we be paying that much attention if we got hit with another virus? You know what I mean? Like they're over there vaccinating themselves to this next biological weapon that they've created and then they show up. This is crazy shit, I know. <laughs> but this is shit I think about and how vulnerable we've become and we're more worried about women fitting in their flight suits and stuff and you know, when we should be really worried about 
building up the guys that are going to actually do the fight. You know what I mean? Like, don't get me wrong. There's like the support. Like, there's so many troops, women, men, everybody that doesn't go into combat, but they provide support that helps the war fight, the war fighting troops and stuff. So there's a lot that goes into it. Airplane mechanics, uh, aircraft mechanics, aircraft, like everything that has to do with anything like supports the next, you know, supports something else. Even like if you're a chef or a cook in the military, you got you're feeding the war fighters, you're feeding all those other support, you know, it's like it all we it all helps somewhere. So to say somebody is, you know, not important. I've never I'm not going I would never say that, you know, men or women. We give each other shit about our jobs like, "Oh, you're a fucking admin, like you sit at a desk and this and that," but they help get shit done, man. They help they help things move and they do shit or whatever, but <laughs> Sorry, I don't mean to freak you out about China, but I I'm freaking out about China a little bit. I just think we 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 look weak and very vulnerable right now. And we would rather fight with each other about the dumbest shit, you know? And and then you got shit like uh, Meghan Markle or whatever and didn't even watch it. So, like, don't – you can fucking give me shit. Like, oh, you can give your opinion on something you didn't watch. I watched a few clips of it here and there. And what I got from, like – so you guys don't know, Meghan Markle uh, is married to Prince Henry, right? And Prince Henry has been – hasn't he been, like, shunned from the royal family and stuff? And Meghan Markle, who is this actress, millionaire, just gorgeous, like obviously had, you know, or whatever, but she's, and she's like part black and she's complaining that the royal family is racist, that they didn't help her, like, uh, they didn't give her certain training that she would have needed for like, she's like, nobody taught me their national anthem, what to do during their national anthem and this and that. And it's like, Google, bitch, look it up. Like Google it and figure it out. You know, you don't, what do you need somebody to train you on it or whatever? And ask your fucking husband. He's right there, right? He should fucking, he can fill you in. And then he would try to talk and she would cut him off. And it was just like millionaires complaining about shit. And that's just what I got from it. I was like, I don't want, you know what I mean? Like she's complaining that the family, this, the, the, the royal family is racist and it's like, yeah, I mean, the older ones probably, I say this all the fucking time, like, if you, if you've lived, if you were, like, alive 100 years ago, there was a good chance you were probably racist, culturally, like, influenced you to, like, think, you know, you might not have been racist, but you thought white people or whatever, or people brown or people of color, or Asian people were less, were less than you and weren't as good as you, and it was just... It's sad, but it was the way that the culture was and that people were influenced by that, like by their older relatives that were racist and this and that. Like, I knew a lot of people, grew up a lot around people who seemed to be pretty racist. I would call them more ignorant than racist, but definitely ignorant and didn't, they didn't know any better. All they know is what they've heard from, from their racist parents and stuff that got passed down to them. You know, and then what do you do if you're raised by racist parents, you know? Obviously, now we have the internet and we have the information era where we we can realize, like, ooh, well, my parents were a little bit racy and I'm not going to be like them or maybe they're still alive and you can change them and, and whatever, you know? My old man has said some pretty racist things in his day, 
But you know what I mean? My his fucking first wife, my mom, left him for a black man in the early 90s. You know, he's going he's gonna to throw some N-words around and he's going to be a little bitter towards the black, black people. You know what I mean? Because it's probably the only black person he really even, he didn't even know that many black people have knew any. And then one takes his wife, he's not going to refer to that guy in, in a very good light. You know, even if it was a white dude that took his wife, you know, that his wife left him for, he's not going to say nice things about that guy. So that guy being black, there's some fucking words he could throw around that, that probably weren't good for us kids to hear. And it is what it is, you know. But I brought, like I said, I brought black friends home now. And my, my dad treats my little brother, Richie, who's half black, like... He treats him great. Like, he lets him stay at his house when he comes to visit us in Millbank. And my dad feeds him and jokes with him and treats him just like he's almost one of his own or he's one of the family. So, I mean, would a true racist really, might, you know, they'd be like, I ain't letting that N-word stay here. And oh, he's coming. I mean, he's never, he's never complained about him. He's, he likes Richie. He thinks he's funny and just goofy. And it just, you know. So, to me, like, I get it. I don't know. I, I don't get it, and I'll never get it, because I'm white, right, so, it is what it is, it is what it is, but this chick, Meghan Markle, bitching about it, it's like, you're talking about a, a, the, the royal family who colonized so much shit, like, took land from people, and said that, you know, hey, we're taking your land, but we're gonna help you still, and it was like, they were enslaving people in a way of their own, and, and it wasn't necessarily just black people, or they probably wasn't much for black people, it was mostly white people, in Great Britain and England and stuff, but I don't know, man. Like, I just don't want to see a millionaire with all this privilege sitting there bitching. It's like people are out there facing real racism day in and day out, facing real struggles day in and day out, and we don't want to hear, you know what I mean? We don't want to hear that bullshit. Oprah, have somebody on that actually fucking has real struggles and that will listen to and will actually give a shit about because I don't give a shit about it I really don't oh man anyway I think I hit on everything I wanted to talk about today I just want to get out of the podcast happy Sunday everybody sorry tomorrow's Monday and you guys got to go back to work this is my job so <laughs> you guys watching this and doing and, and and commenting on my stuff my memes that I make, uh, the videos that I make. I got the Batman costume behind me hanging up. I got a new costume. It's pretty sick. It's actually pretty cheap, but it works. The face, ma the mask on it's goofy. My brother's like, what is up with that costume? I'm like, I love it. Um, I got a bunch of views on the last video where I was commentating street fights and stuff, and it was a lot of fun, and I'm definitely going to make more Batcast videos. Uh, but you guys just listening, watching the video, uh, it, it helps me so much to get through this and just to do it and to be a content creator. And for those of you guys that think it's just, you see people making videos or streaming, uh, creating content, it, it is a, it's almost like a job now. It is like a hobby. Uh, it's a thing now, you know what I mean? And I feel like the, you can go out and find jobs anywhere and you can work in factories, you can work and, and do tons of, tons of things for great companies, great businesses. But I want to work for myself. I want to run my own company, my own business. I want to be an artist, a metal artist if I could. Have my own shop and sell metal art, do metal repair. Uh, I have all these inspirations and I just, I, I kind of just realize like working for somebody else, 
making a decent living isn't a bad thing, but I, in my mind, I can't stand it. I can't stand it at all. And these aren't excuses to not work. I, w- I, I fucking wish I had a job right now. Uh, I just, I'm fucking struggling mentally, physically. So once I get this implant put in and every, and it get, if things get better and I can actually go out and work, uh, I can't wait because I need the money. I need to just get out of this fucking house every once in a while and get away from mange and the itchiness. Robbins isn't as bad. And I'm like, it's probably because you don't fucking sit here and live with them all day long in this house. <laughs> anyway. So if you guys know anybody who's, anybody who's trying to start something, a new business or anything, support. And that's what they need more than anything. Uh, that's why I give shout outs on here to Victor, uh, to PMA. Um, to Matthew Marsh, who started a podcast, and he's got a couple episodes out now. And I told you guys, go listen to those people. Uh, whether you do or not, it's on you, but I'm. it's all about support. And uh, there's a few streamers that I watch that I really believe in that I try to give them support. And I try to show up and be a view when they have no viewers and to get them talking, to start conversations with them or whatever. Uh, if somebody makes videos on YouTube and you watch them all the time and you're not subscribed to their channel and you're not commenting saying, I like this and love it or whatever, thank you. Uh, my life struggle, I struggle sometimes when I watch your videos. It makes me laugh. It makes me goofy. I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, just don't be afraid to, to share things, to like, to comment. It helps content creators so much, you guys. And I can't thank you guys enough for listening for watching, for being here, for me, uh, this isn't going away, you guys, I'm going to continue to do podcasts till the fucking day I die, and I'm going to do one on my deathbed, it's like, oh man, I'm so glad I didn't get the COVID shot, I don't know where I was going with that, I don't even want to get a, the COVID shot, the vaccine thing, I'm not even, I've, it's been offered to me through the VA, I can sign up for it and get the vaccine, but I'm like, man, in five years, ha- the the people who got the shot are either going to be still be alive or, or they're going to be dead. Like it's going to be 50-50. Like the people who didn't get it are still going to be alive and the people who got it are all going to be dead and it's going to be like, it was a fucking population control bullshit, whatever, conspiracy theories. I don't know. Let's end on that. I love you guys. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for the support you guys give me. Uh, there's a few people out there that give me a little bit of extra support and I've got some stuff coming, uh, some t-shirts, uh, some stickers and some other stuff that I'm going to send out to a few people and you know who you are just listening to this the people who give me the most support and it means the world to me so thank you guys so much for listening uh, hit me up davespodcast1 at gmail.com that's my email for the podcast feel free to send me an email feedback uh, talk about this talk about that uh, you should have this person or hey let's let's do a podcast together I'm down you know what I mean uh, if you guys um, want to check out my uh, my meme page, I started making. I've been making memes for a long time, and I just post them out here and there. But I made an actual page on Facebook, Average Dad Memes. Uh, I am Funny Welder on Instagram. Don't post on there too much. Uh, but uh, Dave Helmbrecht on Facebook, you guys. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, shout outs go out to Victor at. Uh, he's training out of Forks Fighters at the Combat Cardio Club. I know last podcast I couldn't think of what he with the full. I don't know. I just get brain farts sometimes when I'm doing this, man. And the Cardio Combat Club 
Victor, his man, he has made a huge difference in the Forks Fighters gym. He's got so many people coming in and training, and it is such a great environment to be around. Go check it out. Progressive martial arts here in Ground Forks as well. Uh, go in, get your jujitsu on, get your workout on. They got fucking striking, MMA, other shit. Just go in and get your workout on, you guys. And I can't stress enough, get out, get moving, get walking, get running, uh, get in a gym, any gym, even if it's a gym to lift weights, the YMCA, whatever it is. Uh, if you're in shape or you're, you're working out, it's going to help a lot. It helps with anxiety, helps with depression. Just get your ass in shape. And I'm not even talking like in fighter shape or any, like, like anything like that. Just go out and you'll feel better. Trust me. And maybe you'll get addicted to whatever it is, that, you know, and it's a good addiction. Working out, definitely a good addiction. So thanks for listening, you guys. Thanks for watching. Uh, until next time. Later.